Utah fans, good evening and welcome inside the John M. Huntsman Center for Utah women's basketball. I am Tyson Ewing and I'm joined alongside Miley Enger for the start of the 2022-2023 season as the Utah Utes will take on the Idaho Vandals. Head coach Lynn Roberts entering her eighth season while Idaho Vandals head coach John Newley entering his 15th season. Tonight's game brought to you by Bud Light. Proud sponsor of Utah Athletics. Go Utes. We're getting ready for tip-off here in the John M. Huntsman Center as Utah will come out wearing their all-red uniforms as it is in red out here in the Huntsman Center. All right, Miley, so as we kind of overlook these rosters as we were pre uh, really preparing all off-season long to get ready for this game, it's finally here. What's the matchup you're looking for here in the early going? I just talked about Beyond Speech. She's a three-time all-conference, all-Big Sky player. And looking at matchups, I do believe that Jenna will be guarding her, and I think that'll be a fun matchup. Uh, they both can take the ball out on the perimeter. They will both look to drive to the basket, and they can both kind of shoot from the outside. So uh, they are longer and lengthier players that can have an inside and outside game. Should be a lot of fun as we get set for tip-off. Utah wearing their all-red uniforms, white numbers, black trim. Meanwhile, Idaho, white jerseys. Black numbers with that kind of goldish, yellowish trim. As it is a red out here in the Huntsman Center, uh, the first of two games here at the Huntsman Center tonight. As the ball goes in the air, it's tapped back, and Idaho has won the tip. And we are underway in the Huntsman Center. The 2022-23 season has begun. High left elbow, Brooke Malone, a freshman from Perth, Australia, controlling the helms. Hands it high up top to Sydney Gandy, who slows it down for Idaho. 15 seconds on the shot clock. Here's a... Quick cut by Beyonce B, stops mid-range, pops, and that one hits every part of the iron and falls off, rebound to Kennedy McQueen. Here comes the Utah native, Kennedy McQueen in the front court, moves it left wing to Jenna Neepkins, who splashes home an early three, and Utah with a quick 3 nothing lead. That's what we want to see from Gianna. She did not shoot particular, particularly well in those first two exhibition games. It's nice to see one drop early. High left wing, Beyonce B was last year's leading scorer for Idaho, averaging 15 points per game. A step back elbow jumper on the way and through as she hits it right over Kelsey Reese. Already Beyonce getting two early shots for Idaho. 3-2 lead for Utah. Kennedy McQueen drives on the 2-3 zone defense, kicks it left side to Jenna Johnson, who fires a three, bounces off the back of the rim, and it sails out of bounds. Nine minutes to go in the opening quarter, 3-2 lead. Idaho has possession as they come in the front court. 5-5 junior Sydney Gandy averaged 11 points, four assists a game last year for Idaho, who finished sixth in the Big Sky Conference. Here's a steal from Jenna Johnson. She'll drive coast to coast, pump fake, Try to lay it up in, lay it up and in over the defense. She can't stick it. Gets her own offensive rebound. Great defense down low by Tiana Johnson, and she stops the easy layup. Here's a quick three in transition by Rosa Smith. She got a little excited about that one. Fires it way over the rim. Leads to a breakout for Utah. Jenna Johnson moves it ahead to Neepkins, who fires it over Kennedy McQueen. It's going to be a turnover for Utah. Utah's got to play with pace, but they got to play under control. Both Idaho and Utah play the up-tempo pace, and they love to get threes up, but they cannot be turning the ball over. Gadney in the front court, moving from right to left on, the radio, uh, on your radio dial. Brooke Malone has it left side. Malone moving it slowly up top to Beyonce B. Averaged 15 points a game for Idaho a season ago. Unanimous selection of the preseason. All-Sky big team, all-Big Sky team. 
in the offseason. Here's a quick three right side, and Beyonce B sticks the three. She's got five early points for Idaho, and the Vandals have a, have a 5-3 lead in the early going. Beyonce only made 10 three-pointers last season, but if you leave her open, she will take it. Here's a feed on the inside. Bounce pass from McQueen down to Kelsey Reese. She can't stick the bunny in the rebound pulled down by Beyonce B. The drive by Rosa Smith lays it up. She missed it, gets her own board, and it's blocked away by Kennedy McQueen. Neepkins has it for Utah. Utah has numbers. Neepkins drives inside, goes out to Izzy. Wide open left angle, triple, and that one is good. Great offense there by Utah to push it ahead, and a great kick from the inside out to find a good look, to, to find the good shot from the outside. Six to five, Utah in front by one. On the right wing, Tiana Johnson. Averaged 10 points a game for Idaho a season ago. To Beyonce B, she'll drive, lay it up and in. And right now, you said it in the, in the early going, Beyonce B with all seven points for Idaho, and they lead by one. 7.05 to play opening quarter. Izzy Palmer starting at point guard for Utah. The first time Utah's had an opening day starting point guard all the way back since Erica Beam was the starter four years ago. Here's the drive on the inside by Neepkins. Moves it right wing to Isabel Palmer, the Australian native. Dribbling high up top, driving right side baseline. Kicks left wing. Here's Kennedy McQueen. She sidesteps, floats up the shot. That's short, but they're going to call a blocking foul. And free throws coming for Kennedy McQueen. On the last possession, you saw Gianna driving to the middle of the key to get Izzy a wide open three-pointer on the left wing. And I feel like in this last possession, the ball was stuck. The ball wasn't moving as well as that last possession. So I'd like to see Utah on their future possessions start moving that ball and not dribble as much. Checking in for Utah, Alyssa Peely, the 6'2 junior from Anchorage, Alaska. Spent her last three seasons at USC, was the 2020 Pac-12 Freshman of the Year. She was absolutely dominant that season, 16 points, 8 rebounds a game. She comes in this year, a Katrina McLean watch list member. As Kennedy McQueen sticks both free throws, and here's a breakout. And right on cue, Alyssa Peely falls asleep, and Beyonce B is left wide open under the basket in transition, and she's got nine points in the Vandals' lead, nine to eight. Utah looking to answer. Neepkins off balance, floater in the paint, no good. Rebound fought for and pulled down by Jenna Johnson, moves it back up top to Kennedy. Up top to Alyssa Peely, fires a straightaway triple, and she drills it right in the face of Tiana Johnson. 11-9, Utah in front by two, back and forth we go. And a high-scoring first quarter so far. The lefty dribble by Gandy, a step-back three-pointer is off the mark. Rebound pulled down by Alyssa Peely. Here comes Isabel Palmer in the front court, right side to Kennedy. Thought about the three, didn't take it, and she'll slow it back up top to Alyssa Peely. The backdoor cutter is Gianna Neepkins, a beautiful feed from Peely, and a great finish inside. By Jenna Neepkins. 13 to 9, 540 to play opening quarter. Here's Beyonce B has all nine of Idaho's points. Spins in the paint, lays it up, comes up short. Jenna with the rebound. Izzy Palmer in the front court for Utah, pushing ahead. Lefty layup up, no good, but Alyssa Peely's there to catch it and put it right back up and in. 15 to 9, Utah scored seven straight points. Here's the left side, drive by Rosa Smith, denied inside by Neepkins, and Utah running again. Neepkins, coast to coast, loses the basketball, will slow it back up top to Kennedy. Pump fakes the right angle, triple, then slows it back up top, moving it left side to Izzy Palmer. 
Jenna Johnson pump fakes the three, drives the paint, splits two defenders, lays it up and in! 17-9, Utah scored nine straight points, and it forces a timeout by head coach John Newley. Quick timeout on the floor, we'll take it with him. 4.52 to play opening quarter, Utah 17, Idaho 9. This is Utah basketball from Learfield. Inside the John M. Huntsman Center, first half presented in part by Bud Light. They are a proud sponsor of Utah Athletics. Go Utes. All right, Miley, time for some serious history between Utah and Idaho. This is the 10th meeting between the two teams, and Utah does hold a 7-2 edge over the Vandals. However, Utah is 4-0 at home, so with this game, if Utah wins, they will be 5-0. Uh, this is just the first time in the Lynn Roberts era that Utah has played the Vandals and just the first time since 04 where uh, Utah won on November 28th. Sounds great. Let's see if Utah can make it 5-0 at home as they lead 17-9 here in the first quarter. Full court pressure applied by Utah. Idaho able to break it as Beyonce B catches on the inside and a, ch a Charles! A blocking foul is going to be called on the inside. Beyonce B ran right into Alyssa Peely, but the official called a blocking foul. Let's watch this one again. Well, maybe she was shuffling just a little bit, by the way, the officials for today's game. Kyle Bacon, Ashley Ellis, and Kelly Broomfield. Kyle Bacon's on the floor tonight. We'll talk about him quite a lot, I'm sure, as a corner triple is up and good from the corner by Jordan Allred as the Martinez, California native knocks down the triple to make it 17-12 for Utah. Here's Kennedy McQueen, drives in the paint, fakes the handoff to Alyssa Peely, goes with the left hand and lays it up for two points, 19 to 12. What a beautiful play by Kennedy. 4-17 to play opening quarter. High up top is Rosa Smith, moving up top to Tiana Johnson. She'll fire the right angle triple and hit it. And that goes back to what you talked about when you started this game, about how Idaho's gonna fire those threes, two straight threes on consecutive possessions. Tiana was second in the big sky percentage wise. So she's a nice help for Idaho as she spreads the court and able to knock down those threes. Lost ball on the inside, Alyssa Peely loses the handle and Idaho has possession. Here is Tiana Johnson, Kalispell, Montana native, averaged 10 points a game last season. She holds straight away. Looking left side, finding the cutting, Beyonce B, kicking to the corner, three-pointer Gandy, and she'll miss it. Rebound on the opposite side by recently checked in, Inesh Fieda. Left side, Neepkins driving on the inside for Utah, goes under the basket, kicks it up top to a wide open. Jenna Johnson, straightaway three is off the mark, and Tiana Johnson secures the rebound. Averaged six a game last year for Idaho. As the Vandals come in the front court, Jordan Allred slowing it down, seeing her first minutes of the game. Quick three right side, Beyonce B. And Miley, Beyonce B is on fire. 12 points, 5 of 7 shooting, and it's a 19-18 lead for Utah. What's shocking me is that Beyonce has hit, now hit two threes. Last year, I already mentioned she only made 10, and so two already early in this game. Here's a feed on the inside. Beautiful find from Johnson up top, kicking it down to Alyssa Peely, who spins, hooks it home for two, 21-18. Back and forth we go. High up top, here's Rosa Smith. Looking right wing to Sydney Gandy, the 5'5 junior. Up top to Johnson, she'll fire the three. And holy moly, it's raining threes for Idaho here in this first quarter. Tied at 21, Idaho is already five of eight from the three point line. Inesh on the right wing, bounce pass to nobody. 
That cameraman was wide open in the corner. And uh, sadly to say, Inesh Vieta found him. Turnover for Utah. As a slew of substitutions for Utah as Lonnie White will check in for the first time along with Taya Sidberry. So a couple of new Utes on the floor. Kelsey Reese has checked back in for Utah along with Deja Young. Nice to see Deja back on the floor as well for Utah this season. As here is Beyonce B has 12 points on five of seven shooting. And the freshman gets a steal right away. Taya Sidberry, coast to coast layup is good. Following the steal with a pretty left hand finish. 23-21, and Taya Sidberry forces the turnover again. This time it falls off the foot of Beyonce B as she tried to get around uh, Taya Sidberry and it bounces off her foot out of bounds. Back to Utah. This is the energy that Utah needed coming off the bench. Taya in the two exhibition games averaged that double-double, and she is has a knack for the ball, so two great defensive plays there by Taya. Kelsey Reese stuck out her backside as she was standing on the left elbow as a cutter was coming through and an Idaho defender got in the way and they're going to call an offensive foul. Just not really smart move right there by Kelsey to, to make that motion and be uh, charged with that offensive foul. 23-21 is another steal. The Inesh Vieta picks it off and she'll slow it down. I have top Deja Young down low. Here's Kelsey Reese backing down her defender. Hook shot up and good. 25-21. And this, as we continue to go back and forth here with one and a half remaining in the first quarter. 128 to go as the ball's tipped out of bounds by Lonnie White, the freshman from Irvine, California. A lot to talk about with Lonnie as this broadcast continues. Ashlyn Wallace has checked in for Idaho. She brings up the floor, she breaks the timeline. Jordan Allred cuts, kicks to the corner to Sarah Brands, who's just checked in in Idaho with yet another three-pointer. They've knocked four straight three-pointers down. A bank six from of the nine. corner. Incredible bank three-pointer from the corner as a lob up top is overthrown by Deja Young looking down for Kelsey Reese. And it sails out of bounds, 25-24, back to Idaho with 107 remaining. Here's Rosa Smith, the hot shooting by Idaho. They attack, the layup is a little wild, and the rebound secured by the 6'5 freshman Kelsey Reese from Australia. Deja Young slows it down, she shuffled her feet, and she traveled. So Utah right now is committing some, really some unforced errors right now, and that's the reason that they only lead by one right now, plus, Miley, you said it, they're not defending the three very well at all. Those were two keys I talked about earlier in the game, but what sticks out to me is that Utah already has six turnovers. And again, that's six opportunities that they've missed for scoring. Sydney Gandy in the front court, driving on Lonnie. White kicks to the corner. Sarah Brands knocks down a three again. Are you serious? They have hit five consecutive threes. They're seven of ten through ten minutes of play in this first quarter, and it's 27-25. Sidberry lobbing inside to Kelsey Reese. Backing down her defender. Turns around, goes straight up. Sarah Brands is there, and she's going to foul her. And free throws coming for Kelsey Reese. Well, I know, Miley, it's only been a quarter. But Idaho already looks like quite a force in the Big Sky Conference with this hot shooting. Well, playing against John Newley and his squad for three years when, you know, I was in the Big Sky, this is kind of what I was used to. He 
recruits shooters at every single position, and it is exactly what we're seeing now. They've always been great three point, a great three-point shooting team. And I mentioned in the pregame, they led the Big Sky last year in three-point attempts, three-point makes, and they were 12th in the nation with 8.8 three-point makes a game. Oh, boy. Kelsey Reese knocks down both free throws. We're tied at 27. Back and forth we go here in this high-scoring, high-flying first quarter. Well, court press is broken as Sydney Gandy pushes ahead to Jordan Allred. Back to the cutting, recently checked in Asha Phillips, and she finishes on the inside. Utah's defense is nowhere to be found right now as it's 29-27 Idaho, but you got to get all give all the credit to what Idaho has been able to do offensively. Here's the drive by Izzy Palmer. Is able to elude that contact, finish with her offhand to lay it up and in to tie the ball game at 29 after 10 minutes of play. An unbelievable first quarter offensively for both teams where defenses just weren't found at all. Second quarter coming your way next as we're tied at 29 at the end of the first quarter. This is Utah basketball from Learfield. We are tied at 29 after 10 minutes of play. Idaho started this game one of four from the three-point line since. They've knocked down six consecutive threes. I was a little off on my assumption. I thought it was five. After further review, they've knocked down six straight. Miley, what has Utah got to do to slow down this three-point shooting of Idaho? Well, the problem is if Utah does run them off the line, they're not rotating and they're getting easy dump-offs yep. in the paint. So overall, their defense needs to be complete as a whole because they're giving up layups and they're giving up threes. So we're tied at 29 as Utah starts with possession here in the second quarter. Kennedy McQueen high in the right wing. Up top to Izzy Palmer, driving to her left. We'll slow it back up top, 15 to shoot. Taya Sidberry, the freshman from Salt Lake, drives, moves it back up top to Kelsey Reese. 10 now on the shot clock. Right side to Neepkins. Neepkins will attack. Eurostep, lay it up with her offhand and miss it. Long rebound goes out to Taya Sidberry, and Utah has a fresh shot clock. Here's the drive by Izzy Palmer, a wild shot. They're going to call a foul on Ashlyn Wallace on the drive, and Izzy Palmer will foul get two. To so that Ashlyn first quarter, Utah first did foul. shoot pretty well, 11 foul. of 18 from the quarter. floor, 3 of 5 from the three-point line, shots. but 7 Izzy. of 10 for Idaho and 11 of 19 shooting. For the Vandals. Out to the line for Utah, for Izzy Vandals. Palmer. We're shooting two. Honestly, such a cool story about her uh, about her parents. Uh, her dad, Daniel, was recruited by St. Leo University in South Florida. Met his soon-to-be wife, who was a cheerleader from Peru, might I add, Marie. Is and uh, they ended up falling in love. Had a child, Izzy, four months later. They moved to Australia, and Izzy started playing basketball, as one could assume, as she uh, uh, started playing basketball at four years old, as she knocks down uh, both free throws. But what a cool story, though. Parents meet, at, uh, parents meet in college. You know, just moving back to Australia, having their child. So technically, Izzy is born in America, but she's an Australian native. And her mom's Peruvian. Anyway, we're back to live action. 31-29, the lead for Utah after Izzy knocked down both free throws. Izzy with seven points on two of three shooting and is two of two for the foul line. Three-pointer is no good for Idaho. That is incredible as Tiana Johnson comes up short on that one. Taya Sidberry high on the right side, pump faking, driving, laying it up, and being denied by Tiana Johnson. 
They're going to call a late foul on that one as Taya Sidbury hits the deck. So two free throws now for Taya Sidbury. And she'll go to the line. And Beyonce B will check back in. You talked so much about Izzy on that last play. I didn't even have a chance to get your cool thoughts on that story. How awesome is that, though? We got to go back to Izzy's story. I mean, it is pretty cool. I mean, I got lucky for her parents. They fell in love in college, and now we got a great basketball player on our team because of it. So <laughs> Utah lucked out with that whole story. I mean, I mean, come on. It's that, it's that storybook, right? That the 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 basketball player, the cheerleader. Hey, there but, we go. Um, speaking of Taya Sidberry, who's at the line. Yes. <laughs> Thirty-two twenty-nine. After she gets the first of two, go ahead. Judge Memorial graduate right here, all-time leading scorer in Utah State basketball history. So shout-out to Taya for just being the greatest Utah basketball player. 2,534 <laughs> career points at Judge Memorial. Averaged 33.7 points a game last year as a high school senior. She knocks down both free throws. The floater on the other side by Idaho's no good, and Utah with possession. And Kelsey Reese backing down her defender. Hooks it, missed it, rebound. Fought for, pulled down by Beyonce B and Idaho running the other way. Here's a quick three. Ashlyn Wallace can't stick the three. Fought for, and Taya Sidbury secures the board. Sidbury did average a double-double in the two exhibition games that Utah had. So a lot of momentum coming into her first career game. Here's a beautiful little pick and roll as Kelsey Reese catches on the right block, tries to attack again. Great defense by Beyonce B as Kelsey Reese misses the layup again. Quick transition three, Brooke Malone missed it. Rebound, Taya Sidbury. She'll slow it down and here comes Gianna Neepkins in the front court. Already four rebounds for Taya in her four minutes of play. So great start for the freshman from right down the road at Judge Memorial High School. 33-29, Utah with possession and an offensive foul going to be called. Another offensive foul for Utah. Kelsey Reese looks gassed right now. And she looks like she's going to come out. She looks a little sore. She came up after she missed that layup on the, on the other end. She came up a little sore. And Alyssa Peely's jumped off the bench to check in for But one thing they're doing, Miley, is you can tell they're really trying to get the post involved. I'm seeing a lot of interior passing and a lot of one-on-one -on -one in the post. It's a loose ball is fought for. Taya Sidbury is going to be called for, no. They're going to call a loose ball foul on Idaho. On Sydney Gandy. Sydney Gandy called for the loose ball foul as both she and Taya Sidbury were fighting for it on the deck. Like you were talking about before, though, the posts are getting plenty of looks down on the block, and they're just short-arming their shots. We've gotten plenty of looks in the paint, and they're just not dropping. 33-29. Idaho has not scored yet in this quarter after dropping 29 points in the first. We played two and a half minutes. Left side, Jenna Neepkins, last year's freshman of the year in the Pac-12. We'll slow it down to Izzy Palmer. She'll go up top to Kennedy McQueen. Received all honorable mention honors a season ago. Finds the back or finds the cutter, Taya Sidbury, who runs right into Brooke Malone, eludes the contact and lays it home for two, making it 35-29. Six straight points for Utah here in the second. 35-29, high three, a right side three-pointer, Brooke Malone. That one's long, and the rebound pulled down by Jenna Neepkins. 0 for 4 in this quarter is Idaho from the three-point line. Neepkins in and out, dribble, drives, floats, fouled, and is going to go to the line for two. Another thing Utah's doing very well here in this ball game, getting to the line as they go right back here in the second quarter. Yeah, on missed shots, Utah's doing a great job 
pushing downhill, finding shooters on the wing, but if, if Idaho is not stopping the ball, they're continuing all the way to the basket. So you mentioned they're getting to the line. These will be Utah's ninth and 10th free throws of the game. And fifth and sixth of this quarter already as Niebkins hits every single part of the iron and has it fall out. Now, one thing we did in the offseason, Miley, is we ran a podcast and we were able to get to know a lot of these players. Um, and, and, and in the conversation we had with Gianna Niebkins, one thing I found out about her really quickly is her love for cookies, especially a nice, warm chocolate chip cookie. She was very adamant that it has to be chocolate chip and it's got to be warm with a nice glass of milk as, uh, as she dunks home. And a little doughy in the middle. <laughs> and a little doughy. And she's able to knock down one or two free throws there. Here's the drive on the right side by Jordan Allred. She'll miss the scoop layup, and Utah's running. Alyssa Peely hit the deck in transition, and Utah's going to slow it down in the half court. Taya Sidberry on the left wing, hands it off to Gianna Niepkins. Here's last year's freshman of the year. Holding high up top, now driving left. Got her feet in the air as she was trying to look for Taya Sidberry. That's never a good idea, and it's picked off by Jordan Allred for Idaho. In the corner on the left side is Brooke Malone driving and losing the basketball, stopping, popping, missing, and Alyssa Peely there to secure the rebound. Idaho still scoreless in this second quarter, four minutes in. And they are 0 for 4 from the three-point line. They are 0 for, si uh, 0 for 6 so far from the floor. Here's the wild layup, no good by Inesh Vieta, and there to grab it and stick it back up and in for two is the, is the transfer from USC, Alyssa Peely. 38-29, a 9-0 start to this period for Utah. Here's the pump fake up top by Ashlyn Wallace. The ball is loose on the deck. Fought for and pulled down by Deja Young. The ball's still loose, and Neepkins squeaks away with it. Slowing it down on the left wing. Neepkins takes the high screen from Sidberry. Moving it right side to Deja. Now in the corner, here's Vieta. Looking, holding, going to somebody for Idaho. And it's picked off on the inside by Jordan Allred. Allred looking down low, catching to Beyonce B, and a quick foul is going to be called down low as Beyonce B had a mismatch down low with Inesh Vieta. 5.16 to play in the second quarter. Utah 38, Idaho 29. As, as you've mentioned just a moment ago, Idaho still scoreless in this quarter. They're 0 for 7 from the floor, 0 for 4 from 3. Rosa Smith will trigger from the baseline for Idaho. And here is Beyonce B has 12 points. Was last year's leading scorer for Idaho, averaging 15.3 a game. Asha Phillips driving, floating, lefty scoop layup, no good, and a foul's going to be called on the drive. So free throws upcoming here for Asha Phillips, 5'11 freshman from North Nora, Australia. I feel like on that defensive play, this is where Alyssa got caught in the two exhibition games, is that she plays great defense until the very last second when she swipes her hand down because that would have been a clean defensive play and it would have been not a great shot by Idaho there, but Alyssa at the last second swipes her hand down and hits her in the face. All that does really, like I mean, you just mentioned it, it kind of bails out the great defense that was initially played, but 0 for 2 from the stripe is Asha Phillips and Idaho remains scoreless in this quarter after scoring 29 in the first. Just kidding, they actually change that she did hit the first of two free throws so it is 32 uh, 38 to 30. Jenna Johnson slowing up top to Neekins floating for two and hitting from the right elbow and there's that freshman of the year she's able to knock down the 14 footer from inside the paint. 10 point lead for Utah their largest of the ball game so far. 
Rosa Smith driving, slowing it into the baseline. Now dribbling it back up top, kicking up top to Sarah Brands, moving it left wing to Asha Phillips. Steps inside, fires a left, the left elbow jumper. The lefty comes up short, and the rebound pulled down by Deja Young. Izzy Palmer in the front court, running the point for Utah. Moving to her left, stepping back, straightaway triple. Off the right side of the rim, offensive rebound, Jenna Johnson. She can't hit it, fought for and pulled down. Inside by Deja Young, fresh shot clock for Utah. Peely fires the three. That one hits every part of the rim, falls out the rebound, ripped down by B. Here's Beyond slowing it down, moving to the right side, wanted to drive on Johnson. Instead, she thinks about it again and dribbles back up top. Still dribbling, picks up her dribble, now goes left side to Kendall Rodriguez on the sideline, and she is a member of Utah's staff. Turnover for Idaho. 40 to the 30, 3.49 to play, second quarter. This first half brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller, Dealerships who are proud to sponsor University of Utah Athletics, serving your automotive needs for more than 40 years. We're committed to provide the best in sales, selection, and service. Find us at lhmauto.com. Larry H. Miller dealerships are driven by you. Quick timeout, back with more next. This is Utah Basketball from Learfield. Welcome back inside the John M. Huntsman Center. Utah leads 40-30. to 30. In the inaugural game of the 2022-2023 season. Miley, what are you liking so far from what you're seeing from Utah, specifically on the offensive end? I like to see that the shots are dispersed and that, again, like last season, we're not relying on one specific person to shoot or when the game is tied, not one specific person to go on a run. Uh, Izzy right now, two for four. Gianna, three for five. Jenna, just one for five. Alyssa, four for five. Taya, two for, look, the shots are dispersed throughout the whole team, so I really like the team ball that we're seeing early. That's really what we saw in the exhibition games as well. I think seven scores in their first game, seven in double figures, six in their second game in double figures. So really just dispersing and sharing the love as Neepkins comes off a screen. The right side three is no good, but they call a moving screen on Alyssa Peely. And they're going to call another offensive foul on Utah. They have, I believe that is their fourth offensive foul of the ball game. And already that's Alyssa's third foul in just eight minutes. Now Alyssa did have foul trouble in the uh, exhibition games as well. So something to watch for. She will be on the bench for the rest of the first half. She does lead all Utah. In fact, she does leave all Utah scores with nine. And Izzy Palmer is going to be called for the foul, and that's going to put Idaho at the line as the fouls have been Call a little bit more here in this second quarter. See, and this is where Utah needs to be cautious now that Idaho is in the bonus. They held them to one point through the first six and a half minutes. So now these are just free buckets they're giving them. They took them out of their offensive rhythm after they hit seven threes. They haven't been able to score. And now, because of fouls, they're allowing them to kind of get that offensive rhythm, seeing the ball go through the net, and getting some confidence back. And in two, and in, and in these two teams who play at such a high pace, got to be nice for both teams to get some rest when they do get these fouls to go to the free throw line. As the free throws are split, making it 40 to 31 with three and a half to go in the second quarter, as Inesh Vieta walks into the front court. The native of Madeira Islands in Portugal goes left side to Taya Sidberry, who hands off to the cutting Deja Young. Back up top to Jenna Johnson, who fumbles the ball, but there for the catch is Sidberry. She's met and denied. Jenna Johnson can't hit the layup, but an offensive rebound by Taya Sidberry, who couldn't even see the rim, falls away, and with her off hand, floats it up and in for two from the left side. 
42-31, Utah by 11. The lob inside down to Beyonce B. Stripped from behind, nearly taken away, recovered by Idaho. Ashlyn Wallace slowing it back up top to Asha Phillips. Now lobbing down low, Inesh Vieta fighting for it down low, and a nice little moment right there between Beyonce B and Inesh Vieta. Vieta's going to be called for the foul. Now, I, I will say, Inesh is a self-proclaimed shy person until she steps on the floor. And we just saw a little bit of that fight that she has on that on that interior pass. And she got in a little bit of a mismatch right there. She stands at just five foot six and Beyonce B at six foot one, but she was feisty down there. Well I think when you are five six playing against some some tall beasts down low, you gotta have that feisty energy or you're you're not gonna be successful. Beyonce B goes uh, two for two from the stripe. She's got 14 points to lead all scorers here in this one. Utah leads by nine. Here's Deja Young stepping inside the three-point line, takes the mid-ranger and misses. And a leak out, and it's off the shoulder of Beyonce B, taken away by Jenna Johnson. Neepkins will push, will drive, and give it back to Idaho. Ashlyn Wallace gets the steal for the Vandals. And they're going to call a foul on Inesh Fieda. As it looked from our vantage point that Wallace just lost her footing, and that's going to be two free throws for Ashlyn Wallace. That call made by Kevin Bacon. No, it's Kyle Bacon, the official here. Now in Idaho's half-court offense, that they have had a turnover in between us, but this is now three straight fouls on Utah and three straight trips to the free throw line. And Idaho did not take a free throw in the first quarter believe these stats are behind so we uh we don't have stats but these should be their fifth and sixth free throws and as you mentioned just within the last three possessions 42 35 the lead down to seven as utah comes in the front court on the right side is kennedy mcqueen who's been held scoreless so far goes left side here's a good looking three on the way by deja young and air ball it's loose on the deck jenna johnson comes away with it and then three Vandals are fighting for it, and a jump ball is going to be called. It's going to go back to the Vandals. So stats are currently down right now, but it's 42-35 as the ball goes back to Idaho. A great first half by the Idaho Vandals. Finished fourth in the Big Sky. I think I said sixth earlier, but finished fourth in the Big Sky a season ago. With a, an 11 and 9 record inside the conference, 14 and 12, uh, 14 and 18 overall. Here's a straightaway three. Tiana Johnson sticks it again. 42-38, another three by Idaho. Their eighth made three of the first half. And three for TJ. And three for Tiana Johnson. Right side, Taya Sidbury. Pump fakes the three, drives easy layup, and the freshman's able to score again. 44-38, and a travel's going to be called. As Rosa Smith runs right into Deja Young and shuffles her feet, it's going to go back to Utah. The stats we have are um, way behind, but I do believe that Taya is now in double figures with seven rebounds. What? So it's got double figures, ten points, and seven rebounds? Ten points and seven rebounds. I, I believe that's what it is. It's a stats update. She did, she did average a double-double in the two exhibition games as a screen is set by the aforementioned Taya Sidbury. And a reach-in foul is going to be called 
And it's going to put Utah at the foul line. I believe it's Kennedy McQueen to the strike for two. So Kennedy McQueen, another fun little story between parents here. One that we've honestly failed to mention over the last two years, and I don't know how I failed to mention this. But as, you know, is very well documented, uh, Kennedy McQueen's mother, Melanie Brooks, a former basketball player here at the University of Utah, uh, married Corey McQueen. Guess how they met? Guess how they met? Well, that's cheating if I already oh, know yes, the story. Oh, yes, you already know, don't you? So they met as a former, uh, as a player and a manager here at the University of Utah. Corey was the manager while Melanie was playing. And here is Kennedy McQueen as she knocks down free throws to make it 45-30. Actually, she went to one of two. And she knocks, uh, she makes it 45-38. Idaho unable to finish on the other side. And we apologize, stats are down. So we're not quite sure of what's going on right now. But there's down all over the place. So we have no idea what's, uh, what the players are doing at this moment. But it is 45-38. And Kennedy back to the foul line. So Kennedy McQueen, like I just mentioned, her parents met here at the University of Utah with, the, with, with uh, Melanie playing and her dad managing the University of Utah. And, I mean, uh, in, in the many discussions we've had with Kennedy, Miley, she was born to be a Ute. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a tough competition between <laughs> if Kennedy and, or her mom are going to be the better Ute after the, her career is over. That's true. As uh, Melanie Brooks, the uh, all-time leader for steals in a game in Utah women's basketball history. She had nine steals back in her day. And it's starting to get incredibly ridiculous here as foul after foul has been called. And it's and it, it's it's been a complete day and night difference between first quarter and second quarter because the officials have dictated this entire quarter as I don't have the exact number, but I believe that has to be the 13th foul at least called in the second quarter. Has more free throws here for Idaho as the first free throw is no good for Beyonce B. We don't know how many points she has, but she is doing a wonderful job putting points on the board here for Idaho. And she goes 0 for 2 from the strike, but an offensive rebound for Idaho. Slowing up top, Tiana Johnson. You mentioned it. She's 3 of 3 from the three-point line already. Off the curl is Asha Phillips losing the basketball. Utah with another steal, and they're on the run. Here is... Izzy Palmer stopping in the paint, kicking up top two, McKinney McQueen. A couple of pump fakes, slows it down. Back to Kennedy, step back three, right side. Sell it over the top of the backboard, and the rebound pulled down by Ashlyn Wallace. Shot clock's been turned off, 22 seconds remaining. Let's see if Idaho sees it. They do, as Deanna Johnson will slow it down. DJ slowing it, going it up top, going up top to Jordan Allred. 12 seconds. Moving to her right, here's Allred. Back to her left, down to seven seconds. Left side, it's poked free, and Taya Sidbury runs right into us here on the sideline as a, uh, a great defensive play as she'll stop the clock with 5.2 remaining, and Utah leading 47-38. So Beyonce B will inbound from the sideline right in front of us. She gets it into Tiana Johnson, down to four. She's standing, she's not moving, down to two. And a heave for Asha Phillips. She's not even going to get a shot off. As that's going to end the first half of play. Coming up next is the U Game Day Halftime Report presented by America First Credit Union. We'll take a look at halftime stats. Get you a scoreboard update. Back in the studio with Porter Larson as college basketball has started around the country here tonight. Miley Anger will then give you her keys 
for the second half. That's coming up next on the AFCU Game Day Halftime Report. Your score at the half, Utah 47, Idaho 39. This is Utah Basketball from Learfield. Welcome back inside the John M. Huntsman Center as we get set for second half action. As the Utah Utes lead the Idaho Vandals 47-38. I'm Tyson Ewing joined alongside Miley Enger as we get you set for the third quarter. As Utah has possession as Izzy Palmer controlling the point for the Utes. And Jenna Johnson fumbles the ball out of bounds. And that's how we start. The second half. That's not the way you want to start the no. second half, though. Utah had 12 turnovers in that first half, and just in the first 10 seconds, committed another one. In the front court for Idaho, Sydney Gandy. In that first, uh, in that first half, was held scoreless on 0 for 2. Is a right side triple, goes long for Malone, and Utah secures the rebound. Three on three the other way. Neepkins catches, gets bumped, gets fouled. Going to whistle that foul on the freshman Brooke Malone from Perth, Australia. So a red out here at the John M. Huntsman Center. Of course, the seats are bright red. So it's already a red out every time you come into this arena. Jenna Johnson curls it back to Palmer. She'll fire the corner triple. That one bounces hard off the back of the rim, and Tiana Johnson secures the rebound. That's her fourth. On the right side, here's Sydney Gandy slowing it down, controlling the offense for the Vandals. Moving to her left, skipping to her left, and... Swinging it to Rosa Smith, back up top. Here's Gandy, fires the three. That one comes up short, and the board is secured by Kennedy McQueen. Quick three-pointer in transition. Neepkins can't hit it. Offensive rebound, Jenna Johnson. She'll go back up, loose ball. It's going to sail out of bounds. Jenna Johnson bounds. held to just two points on one of five shooting in the half. We'll see if she can kind of break out here as the ball sells out of bounds back to Utah. Good shot by Gianna in transition. She was in rhythm, but right when she was going up to shoot, Kelsey was wide open underneath the basket and could have had a layup there. A foul away from the ball on the inbounds play. They're going to call that one on Rosa Smith. 8.58 to go. Third quarter, Utah by nine. Izzy will trigger for Utah. Neepkins pump fakes, drives the paint, moves it back up top to Reese. She'll attack, pick it up. Her dribble on the second hash mark on the right side, then slow it back up top. Jenna Johnson will drive, kick left corner to Palmer. She'll get in the paint. One big step to move it up and in with a left hand. Beautiful play by Izzy Palmer. Izzy is fantastic at that as she drives, or whether that be that step through. She has a great extension as she goes around the defender to get that layup. Utah's lead is 11, 8.30 to play here in the third quarter. Here's the drive by Gandy, stopping, floating, missing, rebound, pulled down by Neepkins. Gianna running at full speed, slowing it down, looking high up top, and then looking down low to Jenna Johnson, wants to go one-on-one, -on -one, goes into the body of the defender, floats up the left hand, and it falls for two. 51-38, Utah on top by 13. This is their largest lead of the ball game. Right side, here's Beyonce B, 14 points in the first half, 12 of which in the first quarter. B, spinning, floating. That one hits the front side of the rim and it circles home for two. Gets the shooter's touch on that one. 51 to 40. Izzy in the front court. Utah playing with a new point guard on opening day for just the third time since head coach Lynn Roberts took over. This is her eighth season. Here's the drive on the baseline. Neepkins tries to hand it off to Kelsey Reese. It's poked free. And Idaho running the other way. Great defense from behind. Jenna Johnson gets a fingertip on it. And it's going to bounce off the, off the right leg 
of Sidney Gandy and sail out of bounds. So Gianna Neatkins, as we have a pause in the action, is bleeding on her right hand, and they've stopped play to get the cut fixed. It happened as she was driving baseline. She quickly looked over to CJ on the uh, on the Utah sideline and asked and let her know that she was bleeding from the hand. She did she did hustle back, kind of closed her hand to play defense. Then when Utah got the ball back, went went back to that corner to, to get stitched up, not stitched up, but get fixed up. Can't say stitched. Come on. 51-40 as a substitution's taking place on the floor. As Deja Young's checked in for Utah. Deja was held quiet in that first half. Has it up top. Beautiful pick and roll with Kennedy McQueen to Jenna Johnson. She gets bumped, gets fouled. But that play, Miley, set up completely by the brilliance of Kennedy McQueen after she caught that ball. Takes that high screen from Jenna and pumps it right back in off the quick give and go. You love Kennedy coming off the screen because she is such a great shooter that if that dump down isn't there, that nice pocket pass, that Kennedy has that ability to pull up and shoot that mid-range. So that'll be a nice two-man game to see throughout the season. Jenna to the free throw line for two shots here. Jenna Johnson was named the 2022 Pac-12 All-Freshman team, was terrific a season ago. Averaged 12 points, four rebounds a game for the Utes. Did have a little spell kind of in the middle of the Pac-12 season where she struggled a little bit, but she came on super strong once, by, once the postseason came around. Earned herself a spot on the Pac-12 tournament team and looks to continue her success that she had uh, such great success last year here this season as well. Had a good chance to meet with her in the offseason as well. Has a twin sister named Lainey. Now, Miley, she played every single sport you can think of, including such uh, including sports as lacrosse, soccer, swimming, volleyball, all those above. She goes one for two from the line, misses the second free throw, secures the rebound, and then finishes on the inside for two quick points. So a three-point play there for Jenna Johnson in a way that doesn't happen quite often. Yeah, sometimes I guess it might pay off to miss one of your free throws. <laughs> Don't tell very many kids that, though. I was kidding. 54 to 40. Utah on top by 14 with 7.04 to play in the third quarter. Idaho controlling here, and Ashlyn Wallace in the front court. Wallace with two points, two rebounds in that first half. Here's Sydney Gandy, the Long Beach native, lays it up and in, and she has her first two of the ball game after an 0 for 4 start. 54-42, 12 point lead for Utah. Izzy Palmer with the left hand dribble in the front court. Hands off to Deja Young. Let's see if Deja can get involved in the offense a little bit more here. Jenna Johnson drives, gets bumped, gets fouled, and that's going to be a foul on Beyonce B. That's going to be. That's her first, her first foul. foul. So free throws again for quarter. Jenna Johnson. We'll see if she, you know, takes your advice and hits the first Going one and misses the, the second. Set so on occasion. <laughs> on occasion, that's a good thing, not on back-to-back -back free throws. But here, Jenna only shooting three for eight this game, had a slow offensive start. So to get your offensive game going, it's nice to go to get to the free throw line, get some easy points on the board. And it does look like the coach Roberts had a bit of a game plan to start this third quarter to get Jenna more touches. And that's exactly what we've seen so far. As she's uh, as she already has five points here in the second half. 56-42, she goes two for two from the stripe. Utah comes out in a full court press and a kick ball. As it sails out of bounds after the kick ball by Kennedy McQueen. 
it does appear as Utah's press is slowing down Idaho, so they're not getting all those points and shots in transition that they were getting in that first half. So Utah now with one player in double figures, three players with nine, and a player with eight. Taya Sidberry leads Utah with 10. Jenna, Izzy, and Alyssa Peely with nine points apiece. Jenna Neepkins with eight. Going back to that balance that we've talked so highly about here in the early going. Here's a quick three, and that one's off the mark for Johnson. Hits the top of the backboard, and Jenna Johnson secures the rebound. After the Tiana Johnson miss. Here's a coast-to-coast -coast drive. Missed by Izzy Palmer. Offensive rebound, Kelsey Reese misses the bunny. It's fought for and pulled down by Beyonce B. And she has secured her fifth rebound. Although Izzy misses that layup, you love to see her in the open court. She is able to use that speed, and if no one's going to stop the ball, she can get all the way to the basket. Six minutes to go in the third quarter. The lead for Utah is 14. Here's a push off by Jordan Allred. They call a block. And it's going to be free throws for Idaho. That's going to be Jordan Allred, the near official right there. So I want to kind of check this replay. I guess there wasn't much of a push off there. Jordan Allred for two. She's one of those, like you mentioned, head coach John Newley does such a great job of finding shooters. This is one of those shooters that he was able to find as well. Made 58 three-pointers during her senior season in high school. So you know that that was one player that John Newley really wanted on this program. Look at the potential she has for Idaho. She hit six three-pointers in their opening game last year. So, again, that just shows the potential that she has for Idaho to expand the court. She goes 0 for 2 from the stripe. Utah secures the rebound. Peely back in the ball game, driving. Goes one-on-one, -on -one, attacks the paint, misses the layup over Tiana Johnson, and Idaho secures the rebound. Beyonce B pushing ahead. Back to Johnson, slowing it down. Here's a quick three. Jordan Allred fires that three we were just talking about. She was really deep on that shot attempt, and it comes up short and sails out of bounds. 5-20, third quarter, Utah 56, Idaho 42. Izzy Palmer still controlling the point. Slowing it up and moving right side. Kennedy McQueen comes off the screen by Alyssa Peely, gets in the paint, floats it up, goes right under the outstretched arm of Tiana Johnson, and she's going to get the scoop layup to fall for two. Pretty play there by Kennedy McQueen. Midway through the third quarter, here's a quick three right side, and that one's up and down as Tiana Johnson knocks down another one. She's four of five from beyond the arc. You've seen that a time or two, haven't you? That's kind of nice to have that on your team. Here's the quick drive by Izzy Palmer as she went from the left side, goes all the way to the right side, and scoops home the layup for two. 60-45 to 45 in a high-paced, high-scoring ball game. Here's a quick three again as Jordan Allred, as both Utah defenders slipped under the screen, leaving a wide-open shooter on the right wing. 60-48, to 48, Utah's lead is 12. Deja getting in the paint, backing up top, lobbing down to Alyssa Peely. She had terrific position down low on Tiana Johnson and lays it up for two easy points. Idaho pushing again, 62-48. Back and forth we go. Now this looks like the first quarter. Here's a quick three again right side by Jordan Allred. She missed it. It's going to be tipped out of bounds. Off Utah, back to Idaho. And a timeout will be taken on the floor to give me a breather here because I've been talking a lot. Second half brought to you by University of Utah Health. Get the same health care that you need to trust. Visit uofuhealth.org 
Slash Hughes, quick timeout on the floor. Utah's lead is 14. This is Utah basketball from Learfield. Welcome back inside the John M. Huntsman Center. The second half brought to you by University of Utah Health Sports Medicine. You belong back in the game as much as anyone. Visit sportsmed.uofuhealth.org. 401 to play third quarter. Utah's lead is 14. Now, Miley, one thing that we saw a lot last season was Utah's ability to knock down the threes as they set a program record with 312 made threes. Here in this one, they've been looking to get the ball in the paint as they've only attempted 11 threes. Yeah, Utah's shooting just three of 11. But you talk about paint scoring, they're outscoring the Vandals 38 to eight, so plus 30 in that category. And the reason that Idaho's been able to maintain a close, uh, to keep this relatively close, is they are 10 of 22 themselves from beyond the arc. And a body foul is gonna be whistled high up top. And so we had a quick high pace start the third quarter. Let's see if the officials are gonna dictate the end of this third quarter here, like they did in the second quarter as Idaho will inbound. Ashlyn Wallace coming up top, looking on the inside, lobbing down low to be on speed, and an offensive foul is gonna be whistled down low. She got double teamed in the paint, and she was initially guarded by Izzy, but great help defense forces that double team, and for her to go a little wild down there to force the offensive foul. I always loved watching Izzy play last year because she kind of guarded every, every position, so there on that possession, Izzy's playing the one right now, but guarding the five for Idaho. Is he controlling the point? Has played point guard the entire second half so far. Here's a beautiful feed on the inside. Deja Young to Taya Sidbury. She misses, gets her own rebound, fights for another offensive rebound, and they're going to call a jump ball. It's going to go back to Idaho. Missed opportunity there for Taya Sidbury as she's checked back in. That was a beautiful, beautiful feed from Deja Young. Just couldn't stick the layup on the inside for Taya. Back to Idaho. 14-point disadvantage for the Vandals. Sydney Gandy in the front court. Being hounded across the entire timeline by Kennedy McQueen. Beyond speed catches up top. Hands off to Ashlyn Wallace standing on the left wing. Now back up top to Tiana Johnson. She's got 12 points off four made threes. Here's a crossover by Gandy getting in the paint and Alyssa Peely comes across and denies her in the paint. Leads to a transition attempt. Three point right side off the side of the rim. Saved him and Utah with an offensive rebound and a fresh shot clock. Alyssa Peely slows it down. She's got to feel good about that swat. Deja Young getting in the paint. Stopping at the foul line. Going up top to Taya. A right side three pointer. Sticks on the left side of the rim. And the rebound pulled down by Idaho. So Utah could not cash in on that great defensive play. Here's a quick three right side. No good offensive rebound pulled down by B. Fading from the paint and scoring. 62 to 50 and Beyonce B has, has 18 and leads all scores on the floor. High screen by Peely. Kennedy McQueen pick and roll with Peely. Peely catches down low. Fakes as though she was going to go under the hoop. Turn back around. The reverse layup is good. You love seeing that from Melissa. Sometimes I feel like she gets a little rushed on her finishes. So there she comes to a gather, reads the defense, and able to reverse it back on the, the same side. 64 to 50. Alyssa Peely up to 13 points for Utah. As Idaho's going to turn it over. As Jordan Allred looking for the cutter on the inside, threw it away. Substitutions for Utah. As Gianna Neepkins has checked in, along with Lonnie White. And Izzy still controlling the point guard. 
On the left side is Jenna Neepkins. High screen from Alyssa. Neepkins driving. Handing off to Alyssa. Stutter steps. Gets in the paint. Spins. Fades. Hooks. Alyssa. Scores. And there is Alyssa Peely. She's got 15 points in her first game as a Ute. This is what you've been waiting for yes, this whole summer since she decided to come to Utah. A 66-50 advantage for the Utah Utes. There's Tiana, Tiana Johnson driving, stopping, moving right side. Quick trigger three, Jordan Allred, no. Rebound pulled down by Izzy. Utah pushing. Here's Lonnie White, mid-range jumper. That one's pure. There's Lonnie White. Hasn't got very many minutes, but she comes off the bench, and she steps in and knocks down the mid-ranger to make it 68-50, uh, to 50, and a timeout taken by head coach John Newley. Got to love what we just saw there from Lonnie White. Gets her first two with a Ute on that play right there. I've loved what the freshmen have been able to do for Utah. You just mentioned Lonnie comes in, hits that nice pull-up jumper in transition. The other freshman, Taya Sidberry, 10 points, 7 rebounds. They're really already making their mark on this team early in this early in the season. We have not talked much about Lonnie White just yet. In the, in, in the exhibition, she averaged 7 points, 3 assists per game. The one thing I really liked about her was her energy that she came with. Um, she did kind of hurt her knee towards the end of that second exhibition game, but bounced back. Um, as you can tell, looks like she's moving really, really well here in this game. Um, and, and she's a player, just an absolutely pure jump shot. And one that, you know, Utah fans should be extremely excited about as, uh, just she, as she knocked down her first jumper of her very young career. And one thing really, really cool about her as well, her father, Rodney White, was a uh, was a former uh, first round draft pick. He was uh, in the 2001 NBA draft, the ninth overall selection. I actually remember watching Rodney White. He was terrific when he was a uh, a freshman at Charlotte. He was the national freshman of the year. So you can kind of see how a little bit of that has flown into Lonnie White's game as well. I mean, Rodney White was an absolutely terrific basketball player. Didn't quite work out for him in the league as well as maybe he would have liked, but still just a dynamic basketball player. Got to give a shout-out to her mom as well, uh, Nicole Jackson. Hopefully they're tuning in, watching their daughter play in her first collegiate minutes of her career. Lonnie White standing at 5'11". And if you remember, Miley, when we came and we watched the exhibitions, I was just surprised. I mean, it was the first time that we had a chance to actually see this team courtside. I was shocked at the length that Lonnie had. Just great 5'11 frame, and you can kind of see that that length uh, is going to be just vital for her in her career. I mean, we've been able to see videos on Instagram yeah, and them kind of play there, but in person is a totally different thing. And, again, I, I love Lonnie's length just as much as you do. 68-50, to Utah's largest lead as Idaho has possession. Left side, Sarah Brands moving it back up top to Beyonce B. Stutter steps, looks in the paint, spins. Gets tied up with Neepkins, moves it back up top with Allred. Allred gets in the paint, kicks right side to a wide open shooter, and that is Sarah Brands, the freshman, knocking down the three. She can shoot extremely well, averaged 15 points a game her senior season at Monte Vista High School as uh, she knocks down the three there. Neepkins, she could fire the three. This one comes up short. And a rebound pulled down by Jenna Johnson as she hits her as she hits her head hard on the floor. They're going to whistle a travel. She did not maintain position. 
traveling was involved. Fortunately, her head did not hit the floor like it looked like it did initially from our vantage or from our angle. 68-53, 15 point lead for Utah. As Idaho in no rush, you don't hear that uh, a whole lot. As they'll slow it down. This is a team high paced, high energy offense. But shot clock and game clock are two seconds apart. Shot clock down to seven. Here's Rosa Smith moving to her left, down to four. Going right side, here's Allred. Great defense, they're gonna call a... Shot clock violation, shot clock. Second and a half ran off the... It's Utah Regular clock after the shot clock went off. So they're going to reset it, they're gonna put one more second back on the clock, as you heard right there. 68-53, great defensive uh, possession there for Utah. And really great help side defense by Neepkins as well as she recognized the shot clock was running low and knew that Jordan Allred was going to have to fire up a shot. Came up and denied that shot as the shot class, the game clock gets reset to 1.4. It's now at 1.1. Little lull here in the Huntsman Center. Reminder that following this game, the Utah men will take over the John M. Huntsman Center as they will take on the Long Island Sharks. 1.4, and that was a very quick trigger. That's the end of the third quarter. Wow. Idaho 53. And Coach Roberts glares down to the time official. Miley, you know where I'm going with this one. We had a game against Washington last year where we had several upon several clock malfunctions. Hopefully that's not the same person that was running the clock that game. End of the third quarter, 68-53, a 15-point lead for Utah. Four, uh, Ten minutes remaining here in this one. We'll take a quick break. Come back with more of this Utah basketball from Learfield. The question is... Welcome back inside the John M. Huntsman Center. Fourth quarter getting set to begin. The second half brought to you in part by University of Utah Health. Trusted health care provider for the youth's family and yours. Visit uofuhealth.org slash youths. On the floor for Utah to reset. Inesh Vieta is going to check back in. Lonnie White out there with Jenna Neepkins, Kelsey Reese, and Jenna Johnson for Idaho. Rosa Smith out there with Sydney Gandy, Jordan Allred, Beyonce B, and Sarah Brands as we get set for the fourth and final quarter here from the Huntsman Center. And here is Inesh Vieta standing at five foot five, moving into the front court with a left-hand dribble. Going up top to Neepkins, Gianna, last year's freshman of the year with eight points here in her first game of the season. High up top is Jenna Johnson, spinning in the paint, drives, great help defense from behind by Sarah Brands, and they're gonna call a foul as free throws coming for Jenna Johnson. Sarah Brands. You can see Jenna, we, we talked about it in that third quarter, but Jenna getting more involved in this offense and looking to attack as soon as she, as soon as she touches the ball. This will be our fifth and sixth free throws of the game. I do, however, think Gianna missed Jenna just by a split second. She got a, a little deep. I'm glad she gathered this time and didn't travel or turn it over, but Jenna has that ability to shoot the long ball. So if Je Gianna would have turned just a second earlier, Jenna could have gotten a three off. Jenna and Gianna, two names that are very closely, they, they, they sound very, very similar. And both from Minnesota, both sophomores this year. You know, we'll talk about this throughout this entire season, throughout these broadcasts. 
no clue what a lot of these players um, um, are going to classify as. As Jeanette goes one for two, but Utah with the offensive rebound. Here's the layup on the inside for Kelsey Reese, and Utah with another three-point possession after a missed field, uh, free throw on the second free throw. It's worked twice this game. <laughs> Just kidding. But like Kennedy McQueen, for example, is I uh, believe she's a sophomore this year, although it should be her third season, but she got that extra COVID year. Whereas, you know, as I say that, only Kelsey Reese, who's on the floor right now, is the only player that doesn't necessarily have a defined class when it comes to basketball. High up top for Idaho. Here's Sydney Gandy, crossing from right to left, losing the basketball, and it's stolen away. Lonnie White with the steal. Three on two, fast break. Lonnie attacks, lays it up, missed it, but a foul's going to be called. And Lonnie White will go to the free throw line for two. Foul called on number 32, Jordan Allred for the Vandals. That's number two on Jordan. Lonnie White. Second team foul here in the fourth quarter. Named the 2022 LA Times, the uh, named as a 2022 LA Times All-Star. Comes Lonnie to Utah White. from Irvine, California. Into a very well-known school, modern day high school. Her first free throw is good. You can see that pure jump shot that she has. Great motion on that uh, on that foul shot. One more here for Lonnie. Just a moment ago, knocked down her first bucket, and here's her first two free throws, and she goes two for two from the strike. 73-53, 20-point lead for Utah. Their largest lead of the ball game. Rosa Smith quickly in transition, floating for two. Missed the runner, rebound pulled down by Jenna, Utah looking to push themselves. Lonnie White stops high right wing, goes to Jenna, stutter steps, drives high up top, stops on the left side, then goes back up. Here's Jenna Neepkins. Neepkins takes the high screen, gets in the paint, attacks, floats, sits on the front of the cup, missed it, rebound ripped down by Beyonce B. And Idaho will look to push, three on three the other way. Here's Smith, slowing it back up top to Sydney Gandy, and Idaho will set up their half court offense. Gandy looking to drive on Vieta, lays it up and in. Blew right past Inesh Vieta. Miley, that does not happen very often where Inesh gets beat off the dribble. For the most part, Utah's done a terrific job on Gandy this game. Those are just her just her fourth points of the game where last year she averaged double digits at 11. Jenna Johnson holding, going to Lonnie White. Foul line jumper, that one rattles out. Rebound pulled down. By Beyonce B. She's all over the board tonight. Nine boards. She also has 18 points. And she's dribbling it across the timeline. Pops the mid at the elbow on the left side and knocks it down. Did everything by herself on that possession. Inesh Vieta high up top. Taking the high screen, moving to her left. Looking on the inside, going up top to Jenna. Pump fakes the three. Kicks right side to Gianna. She thought about the three, didn't take it. Goes back to Jenna. She's open. Right side triple. Short. Offensive rebound, Jenna. She'll attack, she'll drive, she'll miss. And pulled down by Jordan Allred. Seven and a half to go. Allred driving, floating, and she's fouled. And Utah has struggled from beyond the arc tonight. Three of 14 from the three-point line. Those struggles are continuing here in the fourth quarter. Utah has not made a three since the first quarter. They were three of five in that first quarter since the struggles have just continued. So, I mean... Shooters keep shooting, so hopefully one will fall, but again, they're getting it done other ways, specifically in the paint. Sydney Gandy high up top, going down low to Beyonce B. She's got 20 and 9. The floater no good, but Gianna oh, Neepkins had her hand in the cookie shot. jar, and she's going to be called five. for the foul. You see what I did there? Neepkins, that's number two. There you go. 7-16 to go fourth quarter. 
And a foul is going to be called, and Meepkins picks up the uh, picks up her first foul of the ball game. So beyond speed of the stripe, she is Idaho's do-it-all player. As we just saw in that last possession, got the rebound, dribbled it up, stopped left elbow, hit the jumper. She's now up to 22 points here in this ballgame. Six straight points by Idaho's, cut the lead down to 14. 73-59. Taya Sidberry, high up top. Yanesh Vieta skips it cross court to Lonnie White. Lonnie will slow it down to Neatkins who goes right side to Taya Sidberry. Looking on the inside, going to Alyssa, and a foul's gonna be called, Sarah Brands. And that's the issue that any type of player that's gonna go against uh, Utah's going to have is Alyssa Peely is strong. Football player, a wrestler, she is, she is very, very strong. Coming off a screen and a right side triple, no good. Utah 0 for 7 from the three-point line here in this half, and a loose ball. Going to be tied up, and it's going to go back to Idaho. Possession arrow shows it's Idaho ball. 6.49 to play, fourth quarter. As there is. Are they going to clean up a little bit down there where some sweat was on the floor? No. No sweat will be cleaned up on this way. At least yet. There he is. He's going onto the floor right now, and he is swiping away that sweat off the floor. Great help there by Utah's staff. 73-59. Beyonce B attacks. Euros lays it. Missed it. Rebound pulled down by Taya Sidberry. Inesh will, pit, will swing it into the front court. Go up top to Taya. She'll fire the three. She'll miss it. And another foul on the rebound but Utah another miss from beyond the arc they're 0 for 8 in the third uh, in the second half and as you said have not made a three since the first quarter this fourth quarter has slowed down to what we've seen in the previous quarters Utah now on a two and a half minute scoring drought in all of their last six shots and has allowed Idaho to score six straight points to cut the lead to 14 Alyssa's open in the corner. She'll fire the three, and the drought is over. Alyssa Peely with 18 points in her debut Alyssa as a Ute. And she ends the drought for Utah. Has not made a three since that first quarter. And knocks down the three there. 76-59. It's stolen. Great defense there by Deja Young as she comes up with the, with the, thief, uh, with the theft. Behind the left side. High screen by Alyssa. Deja at the foul line. Moving it right side to Inesh. Looking right side, here's a three from Kennedy, and that one's short. Rebound, Alyssa Peely. Gonna back down her defender, scoops it home. Alyssa. Lefty layup is good, and Alyssa, and Alyssa has 20 points for Utah in her first, in her first game as a Ute. 78-59. On the right side, Rosa Smith. Thought about the deep three, didn't take it. There's Beyonce B, spinning. Going right into the body of the defender. They're going to call a defensive foul. Much the dismay of Deja Young. Substitutions for Idaho. As Tiana Johnson will check in along with Ashlyn Wallace. 5.23 to play in the fourth. And free throws for Beyonce B to try to increase her scoring total. 
talking of Beyonce, watching her, her game kind of reminds me of Jenna's just because it looks like they do have similar builds and a similar skill set where they can shoot it from the outside. And then you see there, Beyonce was able to take Deja off the dribble and go straight to the rim. And again, going back to that kind of do-everything type of player, Miley, there is a reason that she uh, was a unanimous selection for the preseason All-Big Sky team. She's terrific. And, you've, and you even ta uh, told me prior to the game that she will do everything for Idaho. Out of bounds. Here's the drive on the inside for Deja Young after Beyonce B went one for two from the line. It's stripped from behind, and it's going to be back to Utah with 22 on the shot clock. 78-60, Utah on top by 18. The feed on the inside, Alyssa Peely found herself open again. And Alyssa is having herself quite the fourth quarter. She's got seven straight points for the Utes. 20-point advantage for Utah, 80-60. to 60. The lob down to Beyonce B. She's going to miss the runner, and Alyssa secures the rebound. She's got 22 points, seven rebounds on her debut here for Utah. And an offensive foul is going to be called on Inesh Vieta. This is where Utah gets in trouble sometimes on those handoffs. Even the posts when they dribble over to the wing and hand it off. Can't count how many times Utah got called for those last season, but already it's been an issue twice this season. Please direct your attention to the video 4.53 to play, fourth quarter. Utah's lead is 20, looking for their first win of the season in their first game of the season. Quick timeout and back with the last five minutes. This is Utah basketball from Learfield. 4.53 remaining in the fourth quarter. Second half brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller dealerships who are proud to sponsor University of Utah Athletics serving your automotive needs. For more than 40 years, we're committed to provide the best in sales selection and service. Find us at LHMauto.com. Larry H. Miller dealerships are driven by you. All right, Miley. You know, I've been anticipating the start of Alyssa Peely's Utah career, and it's been everything that you could have imagined. 22 points, 7 rebounds, 10 of 12 from the floor, and 2 of 3 from 3. We're going to talk about efficiency because... You know we're back on the efficiency train, but Alyssa <laughs> shooting 10 of 12, 2 of 3 from deep. And this is what we've been waiting for and what we've been wait wanting to see. Alyssa getting that confidence back after a coaching change at USC and her injury. It looks like coming to Utah, she's already gaining that confidence. Beyonce B misses the floater inside. Utah has possession as Kennedy McQueen, the no-looker to Alyssa Peely. She'll fire the 12-footer from the baseline, and she'll connect. She's gotten the last nine for Utah and 24 total to lead all scorers. Quick trigger three by Sydney Gandy is no good. A long rebound for Utah. Kennedy high in the right wing, stepping back, firing the right side triple. That one short. And a rebound fought for and down on the deck. Looks like Taya Sidberry and Deja Young collided. Trying to go for that board. It's going to sail out of bounds Idaho off Utah. Ball. Back to Idaho. So here in this fourth quarter, Utah's outscored Idaho 14-7. to Doubled them up. Their three-point shooting has struggled mightily. They're 4 of 20, but still hold a 20-point lead over Idaho, who shot 11 of 26 from three. Here's Beyonce B. 23 points, 8 of 15 shooting. Has it high up top. Handing off to Allred. Dribbling with the left hand, moving back to her right. Then going to Tiana Johnson, driving on Deja, floating and missing. Rebound pulled down by Kennedy McQueen. 22-point lead for Utah. Inesh lobbing down low to Alyssa. She's got position. She lays it up. 
She lays it in. She's got 11 straight points for Utah and 26 overall. She's 12 of 14 to go along with seven rebounds. 84 to 60, Utah in front by 24. Beyonce B down low, she'll miss the hook shot. Rebound, Taya Sidbury. And with that rebound, Taya Sidbury up to nine boards. Mieta up top to Taya. She'll hand off to the cutting and the curling. Kennedy McQueen lays it up, no good, but she's fouled. And we'll get two. Foul called. Alyssa Peely, Miley. There she is. I know we talked about this last year when Utah played USC about how excited I was you know, be able to see her back on the floor again after her big injury. Um, she struggled a little bit last year, maybe wasn't in the best shape. She even admitted in the offseason to us that she wasn't really in the best shape. But boy, does she look good today. Well, we talked to her in this offseason, and she has worked extremely hard to get herself back into shape for this team because she wants to have a fantastic season. So to come out and already put up 26 points and pull in seven boards, I think that's probably a... Decent way to start the season off. Yeah, I'd say so myself. 85 to 60 as both free as the free throws are split there for Kennedy McQueen. Lonnie White's going to check back in for Kennedy. So to reset Inesh Vieta with Lonnie White out there with Taya Sidbury, Deja Young, and Alyssa Peely. And a reach-in foul is going to be called on Taya Sidbury. Taya Sidbury, that's her first. Taya off to a good start here in her collegiate career. However, that was a tough foul there for her as it stops the clock after about five seconds into the shot clock and allows Jordan Allred to go to the free throw line. But she, if she's able to secure one more rebound, she's going to have a double-double in her debut with Utah. And if you count the two previous games, that'd be <laughs> three straight. That's right. She had a double-double in each of her exhibition games. Unfortunately, those don't count. You know if she pulls in one more rebound, that front row over there. Yeah, she had... Her family and friends <laughs> will be going crazy. She did have the chance there, but Beyonce B goes up and over her to grab the rebound and lays it home for two. Beyonce B now up to 25. So a battle between Alyssa Peely, who's got 26, and Beyonce B, who's got 25. Deja Young up top to Sidbury. Now left side to Vieta. Down low to Alyssa Peely. She's going to turn, spin, and there to meet her is Tiana Johnson with the block shot. They're going to call a jump ball. That's going to go back to Utah. Checking in now for Idaho, number 10. 2.33 remaining. It's Utah ball down on the baseline. And Utah will inbound. Vieta will trigger. Lonnie White was open, didn't see her. Back to Vieta, fires the contested three, airmails it. Offensive rebound, Deja Young. Shot clock did not reset. Lonnie White's going to have to rush. Dribbles, fires. Triple is long, and Vieta fights for it and pulls in the offensive board. There's Ines resetting for Utah. Moving to her left. Takes the high screen from Melissa. Goes up top to Taya Sidbury. Taya fakes the drive, or fakes the pass, then drives. It's loose as she gets it blocked. It's going to sail out of bounds. It's going to be off Idaho back to Utah. So a wild possession there for the, uh, for the Utes. They still have six seconds to fire here. Here's Ines. She'll drive the paint, lay it up, miss it, loose. It's going to be back in Inesh's hands. Up top to Alyssa, pump fakes the three. No look pass inside to Taya. She's going to miss the layup. She pulls in her 10th rebound and lays it up and in for two, and she has her double-double in the process. I mean, she could have purposefully missed yeah. that, pulling the double-double. 
What a great pass by Alyssa. <laughs> Miley, that's exactly what she did in the exhibition game to get her 10th rebound. Missed the layup, then got her own offensive rebound. A foul's going to be called on Utah. They're going to whistle on Alyssa Peely. You know, sometimes, sometimes I feel as though because of Alyssa's strength that, that she gets the – she kind of gets a target just because of how strong she is. Because right there – the defensive rebounder, Brooke Malone, went flying when, she, I mean, Alyssa wasn't even around that play. 87-62 as free throws are split. Alyssa, though, in this second half has done a tremendous job of not fouling. She had 3,000 that first half, so that's Correct. just her first and the second. Deja hands back to Alyssa. She attacks again, and she's going to be fouled as she tries to go up and over. And right now, Utah's doing everything they can to get Alyssa the basketball. And, you know, I love that Coach Roberts is keeping Alyssa in in this, you know, for, for this time. Right now, Utah does have two inactive players on the bench. And they're freshman Naya Ojuku, who we'll talk about later on this year, and Peyton McFarland, both of them still recovering from knee injuries. And so, obviously, um, still trying uh, to play with just 10 players. But keeping Alyssa out there is, you know, we do, again, we just talked about how much she struggled with, you know, staying in shape last year. This allows her to kind of continue to get used to the elevation here in Utah as she goes one for two from the stride. I also think it helps build the chemistry. We had sure. this team that almost all players return, and so Alyssa has to come in, kind of find her footsteps with this team, and so these extended minutes allows her to build that chemistry. Brooke Malone misses the runner, gets her own offensive rebound, sends it back up top to Sydney Gandy. Here's the drive by Gandy, stopping left elbow, looking for the backdoor cutter, great defense by Nesh, and then it's tipped back, recovered by Idaho. Here's a fallaway three by Sarah Brands, no good. We're under a minute to play. Utah's lead is 25. Utah will run the offense here. Inesh Vieta slowing it down. Here's Lonnie White losing the basketball on the drive, saving it to Alyssa, right elbow, no look pass to Deja. Open left angle three, that one's off the backside of the rim. Great positioning down low, Lonnie White missed the rebound. Rebound pulled down by Taya Sidbury, fight for the ball down low, and they're going to call a jump ball. Utah has left a lot of meat on the bone here today as they've missed a lot of layups in this, bas uh, in this basketball game. They still have scored 88 points, but it could be a lot greater if they could complete some of these layups. I think they easily could have surpassed the 100-point mark with all the layups and easy bunnies that they've missed. Under 20 seconds to play. Idaho looks like they're in no rush as Brooke Malone holds up top. Moves it right wing to Rosa Smith. Crossing over up top. Under 10 to play. Rosa Smith, great spin, great defense to stay with it is Alyssa Peely. It's a loose ball out of bounds. It's going to be a turnover for Idaho. Out that is turnover. It's Utah ball. Number 17 for Idaho. Both teams with 17 turnovers in this game. And Inesh will walk it out, and that will do it. Utah will win their opening game by a final of 88 to 63. They improved to 1-0 on this extremely young season. A great start to Alyssa Peely's Utah career. 27 points, 7 rebounds, and an assist for, uh, for Alyssa. 
Utah does get four players in double figures. Izzy Palmer with 11 points on four of eight shooting. Taya Sidberry secures the double-double as she has 12 points and 10 rebounds. Jenna Johnson also with a double-double, 10 points and 13 rebounds. And the Utes, despite going four of 23 from the three-point line, get it done in the paint as they outscore Idaho 52 to 16 in the paint. And we are now joined. We are now joined by head coach Lynn Roberts here on the uh, as the Utah Utes get the victory. Coach, where I want to start. First minutes for Alyssa Peely, 27 points, 12 of 14 from the floor, seven rebounds, plus you had two posts with double-doubles. We talked about it in the pregame show, that depth you have at uh, in the post came to full fruition here in this ballgame for you. Yeah, well, thank heavens, because we, we couldn't shoot it today. Four for 23 is, is uh, abnormally poor for us. You know, Kennedy and Gianna going one for nine, uh, that's not going to happen very often. Uh, so Idaho, I thought, did a nice job. Anytime you can shoot the three like they can, they're going to be dangerous. Um, it looked like a first game. There was a lot of jitters and, and just kind of some uncharacteristic stuff, but uh, I thought we crushed it on the boards to not shoot well. We still had 25 offensive rebounds, and, yeah, Jenna and, and Alyssa were phenomenal. Uh, you know, as, as uh, when Alyssa gets playing like that, um, there's not much you can do. <laughs> Talking about the poor shooting, you guys only shot four of 23. How does the game plan change when the shots aren't dropping and you're able to put up 52 points in the paint? Um, well, that's that's the balance that we're going to need this year uh, to be to be competitive. And you know, had we shot for, had <laughs> my kids wanting good. to go to the office and get candy. No, it's good. It's good. Uh, winners get candy. Um, so yeah, if if we're not going to shoot that well. You know, this would have been a different game uh, had we not had the, the post presence. So um, credit to Idaho. I thought they played really hard and, and did a good job. Um, but I think we just kind of wore them down with our size and, and on the, and the paint and the rebounds. Now, Coach, speaking of what Idaho was able to do defensively, they, they, they came out, they scored 29 points in that, uh, in that first frame. You guys shut them down to just 34 the rest of the way. You know, what What was kind of key defensively to after they kind of came out knocking down seven threes in the first quarter to limit them throughout the rest of the game? Well, I mean, I kind of lit them up there between the first and second quarter. I mean, it wasn't like we were surprised they were shooting that. We knew they were going to do that. I thought we were just kind of sluggish and doing rotations on defense that we've never worked on one time and helping off strong side corner and doing all sorts of stuff that, uh, you know, and we cleaned it up. You know, in, this, in that second quarter, they only shot free throws and they had one made field goal. So I thought, you know, and, and it's the first game for the officials too. A lot of yeah. quick whistles and, and that's to be expected, but both ways. And, uh, yeah, good game. We're one and zero. Can't win them all if you don't win the first one. That's right. Team. That's right. All right, Coach, thanks so much. Appreciate you. Thank Get, you, guys. Yep, appreciate you. Go Utes. There she is, Head Coach Lynn Roberts on her team's performance. Miley, what uh, kind of stuck out to you? Uh, stuck out to you from what she had to talk about, specifically about the post play. I'm gonna love when we have all posts active because yeah. the depth is gonna be great. And I know we've talked about Alyssa a lot already during this game, but I haven't been able to see the Alyssa Peely that you've been talking about to me this whole past year. To so to see her come out, to see her score 27 points, almost matching her career high at 32 in her debut game with Utah. Seemed like she was playing free. Seemed like she had that confidence back. 
I'm excited to see how the rest of our season goes. A lot to unpack here in the postgame show uh, as we uh, kind of count you down here to get ready for Utah men's basketball. But we got a lot to talk about on our postgame show here uh, as the Utah Utes knock off the Idaho Vandals by a score of 88 to 63. Take a quick break. Come back on the other side as this is Utah basketball from Learfield. <laughs> 